0: Welcome to another Business Flux Chat. What's going on, Carlos? It's Friday. Yeah, good, man. Um, Just finished working out.
1: Feeling great, man. Ready for the weekend. How about yourself? Doing well, man. Let's get into it. Um, We're talking about Binance. This is one of my favorite coins, favorite blockchains. Um, For those of you who don't know there's always going to be a cryptocurrency that you heard about and you should have bought, but then you didn't buy, and you'll always remember it. So Binance Coin is one of those coins that I could have bought a long, long time ago, and I'm still kicking myself to this. Go ahead, Carlos.
0: Yeah, maybe I should just go in and talk about what it is. This is going to be kind of a lot. So for those of you who are not really um, familiar with Binance or its history I'm gonna try and quickly just bring you up to speed so Binance itself is a company in a cryptocurrency exchange you may also come across Binance Binance US which is also a cryptocurrency exchange but which uh, specifically does business uh, within the United States so Binance was founded in 2017 by Cheng Peng Sao or CZ you can find him on Twitter um, and as I understood it so far Binance is only for cryptocurrency And some of these other exchanges, like Robinhood, um, also deal with stocks. But Binance is focused on crypto. So Binance has a lot of trading pairs. And as of today, it is the biggest exchange in terms of trading volume. Um, And as of today, that equates to $11.2 billion in the last 24 hours, um, with the second biggest exchange, FTX, having below $2 million. Um, You can find this information and some of the information I'm referring to on CoinMarketCap. Um, In case you don't know about CoinMarketCap, it is a website which helps you track various cryptocurrencies, um, but also DeFi projects, uh, NFTs, gaming projects, and more. I made a video on CoinMarketCap and how to use it, so check it out in, uh, yeah, on our YouTube channel or in the description. I'll probably post it there um, if you would like to learn more. So uh, Binance. Binance is its own native cryptocurrency called BNB um which has been the number 3 cryptocurrency in terms of market cap but uh currently it sits at number 5 with a market cap of 38 billion buying BNB originally had some advantages it would reduce some of your transaction fees um but um from what i understand that is supposed to stop in july this year but they have pushed that back already before um but some other use cases include discounts on monthly services savings on some electronics travel benefits and yeah and and and, and much more um, BNB originally was on its Binance chain, which focused on the Binance exchange at first. But after a while, they saw Ethereum m- making moves, essentially. Um, they made the decision that they also needed smart contract functionality. So that's why two years after the Binance chain was created, which is now the Beacon chain, um, the Binance smart chain was created. And this chain has, has smart contracts. And it actually was a fork of uh, Ethereum's code. Um, so yeah, Binance has two parallel blockchains that can interoperate. Um, A fork of Ethereum's code with a few changes, um, which made it faster and cheaper. The Binance Smart Chain is so much cheaper than Ethereum's blockchain. And I know that a lot of people have talked about Ethereum's fees um, recently. Um, Ethereum's blockchain and Binance's uh, two blockchains have token standards. So Ethereum's most common standard is the ERC-20 standard. And BEP-20 is a token standard on the Binance Smart Chain that extends ERC-20. Um, Token standards, for those of you who aren't familiar, basically just say how tokens can be spent, who can spend them, and other rules uh, for their usage. So I won't go too deep into the technicals, but BEP2 is the standard on the Binance Smart Chain, or the Binance Chain, sorry, not the Smart Chain. So BEP2, Binance Chain, BEP20, Binance Smart Chain, or BSC, um, and ERC20 is the Ethereum's blockchain. So basically, BSC was envisioned as somewhat of an extension, to the Binance chain. Both of these chains are complementary, but BSC caters to decentralized applications, so that it doesn't congest the original chain, uh, which is optimized for ultra ultra fast trading. Um, because they are cross chain compatible, BEP2 tokens can be swapped for BEP20 equivalents. So Those may be confusing, so if you think about it, using this example, you can't stake a BEP2 token on a BEP20-compatible decentralized application like PancakeSwap, uh, for example. So um, essentially, the consensus model um, is a delegated proof-of-stake. So if you don't know about proof-of-stake, I know it's talked a lot because of Ethereum moving from proof-of-work mining uh, to proof-of-stake. But with the Binance chain and the Binance Smart Chain, the top 21 people staking BNB get to decide which transactions get approved and which ones do not. So if you cannot afford to be one of these top 21 validators, you can delegate your coins to a top validator and they'll essentially share their rewards with you. Um, this is more centralized, but it allows for faster speeds and cheaper fees. None of the validators, none of the validators on the Binance chain are run by Binance. They are run by third parties. BSC is secured by the same 21 validators as the BNB, uh, BNB Beacon Chain or Binance Chain, um, as I referred to it earlier. Um I won't go into the tokenomics right now. Um, I'll get back into the tokenomics later when we speak a little bit more, but that's a basically a quick run-through on Binance. There's obviously a lot more to say, but that's a basic background from you uh, for you. So, um, yeah, I have some other interesting points, but I would like to get your
1: uh, perspective, Jordan, before I go into more. Yeah, um, my perspective, I'm just going to jump into certain things about Binance. So if you can just give the go ahead and do the tokenomics, because I'm ready to talk about where Binance is right now. Um, let's see here. The current price is up $235. So it's it's on sale. Um, for those of you that do not know, Binance recently in the last two or three years as a business has bought corn. They own CoinMarketCap, and they also own Trust Wallet. So Binance in the near future, in my opinion, is going to continue to be the number one exchange. Um, I don't see... Coinbase or Kronos competing long term.
0: Yeah, so that's something I was going to mention Oh, i gonna speak on that in a second but it's crazy talking about the price and saying that it's on sale and I completely agree with you but I know you said this is one of those projects that you Um, Kick yourself about, because I remember when you and me first talked about BNB, I think it was $5. This was in 2017, maybe $10. So it's just crazy to see uh, how I'm now uh, sitting at $235. I also agree that it's it's on sale. Um, I know that it's all-time high. If I'm looking at the chart right now, it's probably somewhere around $651. Um, But anyway, I'll go back into the uh, tokenomics. So originally, 200 million BNB tokens were minted. Um, This should eventually go down to 100 million as BNB has systems in place to reduce the supply or burning as is the proper term. So these original 200 million BNB tokens were sold for 15 cents each and you could buy them with Bitcoin or Ethereum. 50% of these tokens went to the public. 40% went to the founding team with around 20% vested each year. By now, these have all vested um, and 10% to angel investors. So as I mentioned Um, To reduce the supply, Binance bought back BNB each quarter and burned these purchases to reduce the supply, which should, in theory, reduce the price. Uh, Sorry, increase the price. Now they have automated uh, burning mechanisms in place, and this should stop after we reach uh, 100 million coins. Um, Yeah, um, some interesting points to add that I saw. I don't know if you were going to speak on these, but uh, in 2021, Binance added tokenized uh, stocks. Um, and Cristiano Ronaldo just partnered with Binance, um, and that's actually pretty big. I mean, I know you and me have been are really uh, avid soccer fans. We've been playing soccer um, since we can really remember. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's really big. One of the, I would say, the most famous soccer player right now is definitely uh, just partnered with Binance. So that's also big. Um, yeah, CoinMarketCap was bought by Binance um, in 2020. So it's been a partnership for a while, and that's, in my opinion, the biggest. Website where people go to cho- uh, to look at the price action, understand projects, and gain a quick run through. So um, that's it from my side in terms of gaining a basic overview of Binance uh, and how, like, not necessarily what it is right now, but like how it kind of got has gotten to where it is today.
1: Definitely, if you go to binance.com, right now they recently launched a new lock staking for June. Mm-hmm. And for July. And just looking at their their staking options, you can stake AVAX for 15 days, and the annualized interest rate is 33.47%. You can stake ADA for 15 days and get around 24%, and you can stake Solana for 15 days and get 27.99%. And they all, Binance is also implementing trusted nfts like i think a new nft marketplace so why is this important um this is important because nfts in the next five years a lot of people are going to realize that nfts just weren't just weren't these stupid pictures of monkeys or circles you know like for example nfts nfts can become tickets which will give digital access credentials that offer holders exclusive benefits, and an event that they choose. NFT t- ticketing can also help address various problems associated with traditional ticketing systems. Um, over time, also NFTs, you know, obviously they're going to prevent forgery, and they create an ongoing re- revenue opportunity. They re- reduce costs and reduce costs for for producing. Like paper tickets, and it's obviously faster um, production. I remember I sold my our Bitcoin conference tickets; those were basically NFTs, and I was very fast to change ownership. And there's like zero to minimum cost or chance of loss or damage when more entities move over to creating NFTs instead of giving out digital or virtual. Type of tickets, and it's kind of cool. Um, Binance because Binance has a lot of money. You just rent, you just mentioned Cristiano Ronaldo. I can see Binance partnering up with a lot of different events, both like music, film, sporting events, and in the hopes of creating a whole NFT marketplace. Like, instead of going to Ticketmaster for my Panthers NHL games, what if I can go to Binance.com? buy the ticket but i also have a cool nft of the ticket so i'm always going to remember those times that I went to the game you know how many times you go to a sports game and you throw away your tickets well it's something that you can leave with that can possibly increase in value over time that's interesting
0: um as you know i mean i do i am somewhat involved in the nft space not highly involved as you are but um yeah i think that's a big use case there tickets i mean i've been to so many I mean, Think about it, even flights i mean i don't know if we're gonna get there but I, don't, I can't even remember like all the flights i've been on or all the like uh i don't know all the games i've been to i mean if i had these as nfts it's almost like having like an old photo album you know your parents used to have those photo albums of you as a kid or like when i had pokemon cards for example i love like a a booklet of all the different uh pokemon cards energy all these different types of uh i can't think there are training cards whatever um yeah i mean if you could have that in a digitalized form where you always have access to it as long as you have your private keys um and I think that can provide a lot of value because you don't have to like literally like figure out where all of the stuff is located. It's just located on the blockchain. So I think that's a, a very interesting use case. Um, I was not aware that Binance, uh, um, with getting involved in the NFT space, so I have two comments. The first one is, uh, Coinbase recently got involved in the NFT space. I know Coinbase is having some uh, issues in of itself of uh, reducing their hiring. I think Binance actually is increasing theirs, if I understand correctly. So I don't want to change the subject too much, but I know that uh, these exchanges are highly considering adding NFT marketplaces to their um to their systems, and also uh. Coin, uh, what is it? Uh, Crypto.com is also spending a lot of money in advertising. You know, they bought the Lakers Arena and they're also, I believe they're involved in UFC. Um, I I don't follow UFC that heavily, but I know that they're doing a lot of advertising as well. So Binance uh, and uh, Crypto.com and some of these other companies that are investing heavily in the marketing is starting to put cryptocurrency in front of uh, more people's faces. Um, So I think it's really interesting to see uh, how NFT, they're really just giving people more options to have ownerships of things that they never really considered uh, as ownership before.
1: Definitely. Well, if you want to compare the blockchains, I definitely think that Kronos is going to have some problems. And I think Binance is more people, more developers are building on Binance. Um, Okay. So, What what did I mean by that? If you go to poocoin.com, you're basically gonna find all the cryptocurrencies that are supported on the Binance Smart Chain. And poocoin has moved to Matic and KuCoin as well, but it's primarily made for the Binance Smart Chain. So so I usually go to poocoin.com to view all of the coins that I have that are associated with, you know. All the coins that I have on my MetaMask are associated with BNB, the smart chain. Um, PooCoin is a website that provides an index for all token contracts supported on networks in real time. They provide buy and sell data, charts, market caps, and liquidity pool tokens, wallet holdings, and trade widgets. Uh, PooCoin also has their own coin. It's called PooCoin. And that is that kind of reminds me similar to the Binance coin when I was looking at it five years ago, right now the poo coin is trading at 23 cents. There's the total supply I think is 10 million. And basically what's it? what's the use case for the Poo coin? If you buy PooCoin coin and hold it, um, you can, you get access to more information on poocoin.com But I think also your fees because you're at poocoin.com You're able to, Buy and sell um, cryptocurrency tokens and coins. So, it, it, the use case is it, it it save you money in the long run if you find yourself using PooCoin.com a lot. Um, moving on, it's um, it's very interesting. You know, it, every every chat I'm, for a while, I'm gonna continue to bring up inflation. It's not going anywhere. Um, just some. Inflation statistics, that I'm going to kind of compare it to, wrap it around the Binance. I'll bring it back to Binance in a second. The National Association of Realtors announced the sales of existing homes in U.S. slowed for the fourth straight month amid rising mortgage rates and record high prices. Existing home sales fell 3.4% in May from the month before to a seasonal adjusted annual rate of $5.4 This is a sales drop of 8.6% from the same time last year. Um, Another statistic that I want to point out is with Western countries cutting ties with Russia trade and oil, Russia is said to be in the process of rerouting its energy exports to its countries from the BRCS group of emerging economies. The BRICS countries comprise of Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. Uh, there has been a noticeable increase in exports of Russian oil to China and India, according to data from the Chinese General Administration of Customs. China's crude oil imports from Russia were up 55% from a year earlier to record level in May. So this this is a great example of how the West has attacked Russia, and Russia is doing fine economically. They're you know they're making new contracts, new business deals with other people, other countries in this world. So I hear a lot and I ask myself, too, what's going to be the number one blockchain? Where's everyone going to be? Where's everyone going to build? Well, just using this example, just because the West doesn't want Russia's oil doesn't mean that there's other countries that are not going to want Russian oil. So there's going to be developers in 10 years that may not want to build on Ether or may not want to build on Matic or Avalanche. And they're going to choose Binance. So Binance is a one or alternative to Ether or Avalanche. And you don't have to choose one or the other. I think this world is humongous. God made this world this way, that it's big enough that several different blockchains can blossom at the same time. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, as I mentioned, the Binance Smart Chain is a, a fork of the Ethereum. Uh, blockchain. So it's it's undoubtedly that it's it's pretty easy to transfer your decentralized applications from Ethereum to uh, Binance uh, smart chain, the Binance smart chain. So if you're already a developer on Ethereum, then it's not like switching to, what was it, the currency Solana where you have to use, think it was the Rust programming language where you have to completely write new code and do something completely different. I mean switching from Ethereum to the Binance smart chain is not really difficult. So if you believe that I think you do, Ethereum is gonna be here for a while. Then um, yeah, you're gonna see a developer is transferring back and forth probably between both of these. Um so I mean it's it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out. Um I mean Binance has only been since here since 2017. If you really think about it, it's a five year old company that's really doing extremely well. Five years, you know, five year old company signed Cristiano Ronaldo pretty much as a partner. So, I mean, well, who knows what else? I mean, I don't know if you've gone through their interface. I know American citizens cannot go through the entire or cannot really use Binance anymore. They can use Binance U.S. But, I mean, I was looking through it before that, like, ban, and you can pretty much see that they have a lot of options for their users. And they also have a lot of trading pairs that a lot of these other exchanges don't. And since they're not a U.S. company, they also don't have to face the same types of uh, regulations the same way as maybe like a Coinbase does. Or uh, I don't know uh, where FTX, I think it's from Bahamas, if I'm not mistaken. But I mean, the, I think I think the, I think think the Binance uh, originally from China, if I'm not mistaken, but I think they're kind of like no location. At least I know they have a work from anywhere model. So I have to look deeper into that. But I do know for sure that uh, Binance is extremely, in terms of trading volume, like it's like five times higher than its biggest competitor. It was Coinbase and now it's FTX, at least in the last 24 hours. So, I mean, it's going to be really hard to replace them and move them off the market.
1: It is. And other exchanges aren't going to be able to compete. I mean, Binance just released or just removed all fees for buying Bitcoin. I think that not all cryptocurrencies, but if you want to buy Bitcoin, there's no fee. Um, Coinbase can't compete with that. That's the reason why I think Coinbase has gotten rid of Coinbase Premium or Coinbase Pro, excuse me. And now they're merging everything into one application. Um, can KuCoin do the same thing? Uh, they may have KuCoin, BitMart may have canceled all their fees for Bitcoin because of the you know how the economy is doing right now. So long term, it's that's this is what scared me about Chronos uh, um, because they came with a lot of money and they were offering people you know, kickbacks for the different type of credit cards. But I always wondered like where like where where are all the fees gonna come from? That's why I think Binance has done very well. It's because they were here first and they were it seems Binance was the first smart chain alternative to Ether that was very expensive. So when people were looking for an alternative, Binance was here first. And a lot of developers, and it was—it's easy for these Ether developers to build on BNB. Not saying they can't build on Kronos, but I mean, what's what's the reason if they can build on BNB, and and you know, looking forward, Binance has enough money to—I've seen it. I've seen this in Avalanche. Binance has enough money to offer developers free BNB if they build projects using their blockchain. So you know, long term. I mean, BNB is here to stay no, no matter what. Just like you said, they have so many trading pairs. And I've experienced that trying to find a trading pair for certain coins on Bitmart and KuCoin. And I couldn't find the exact trading pair. So, you know, in the end, it cost me money. You know, the only downside, and, it, and I understand it, is using Binance.com or Binance, the exchange in general. Sometimes it takes a while to get your money. Sometimes they, when you make a deposit, it takes three to five days. Or you make a withdrawal, it can take the same amount. And obviously, that's not ideal for this day and age. But hopefully in the near future, they streamline their withdrawal and deposit process. Right now, they're, very, they're doing that because they want to be very, very secure. It's not something where they want to know who you are, asking you certain you know, random information, like who you're sending this money to and what's the address. Like, some, like something that Coinbase is doing in, in certain countries, it's more of they want to make sure that you are who you say you are. So um, moving forward, I'd love to have another conversation about Binance you know, in a year or two because it's, it's going to be exciting to see where they, they take this because we're so young in the cryptocurrency world.
0: You said a lot of interesting points there. I mean, I know uh, KuCoin is definitely not doing KYC, from my understanding. Um, um, well, I'm just reading here, KuCoin, this is 2020, suffered a cyber attack. Sorry, I just read something uh, went off, but that was two years ago. But basically, what I wanted to say is KuCoin, from my understanding, is one of the exchanges that doesn't do KYC. Um, I know Binance does for sure. I've seen it. Um, Coinbase definitely does. Um and uh but binance just because of their higher trading volume just circling back um binance basically is creating a brand for themselves because people are using their platform so people are just understanding like what binance is so this i think the likelihood that people are going to go and venture out more and see what more binance has to offer is just going to be higher right because that's where they're trading I mean, you can see it <laughs> like it's five times higher than the next one so i mean I, I completely agree it's going to be interesting to see how this is going to be uh, in two years or three years five years whatever because this is a multiple i mean this is compounding right like this is the last 24 hours the trading volume was five times higher but that's happening every 24 hours it's not just a one one off thing so um, it'll be really, really interesting to see, like, how that trading volume also will change. And I'm only talking about the trading volume in, the, in a bear market, right? I'm sure in, like, a, a bull market, that trading was way higher. Um, but it will be interesting to see what that trading volume for Binance will be. And Binance really has a strong competitive advantage because they really, really offer low uh, low fees. And now they're offering no fees for Bitcoin on Binance U.S., um, but that's because they have such a high trading volume and these other exchanges don't have that. So it's kind of like, well, I mean, why I might as well use Binance. I mean, Binance is going to give me the best uh, the best rates on, on trading, right? And, uh, I mean, if they already have that much volume, then it's really going to be hard for these exchanges to compete, especially if Binance starts offering like NFT marketplaces or things like some of these other exchanges are offering. So it'll be interesting to see how that develops. I completely agree. <laughs>
1: One of the things I think we forgot to mention is can you remember the max supply of BNB. Cause I remember it's also um, it's burning every X amount of days. I can't remember. I have to, I have to research it. Um, it's definitely, I definitely posted it. Go to businessplugs.com and search BNB or Binance. There's a blog post um, there about Binance. And I do go into the tokenomics of BNB. It, so if you're looking at the current price, the reason why I can I can say that it's on sale is because in the last 20, 25 minutes, we've given several examples of why this exchange is going to be here in the next five years. Well, in order to use this exchange to buy anything on the blockchain, you need to have BNB. The supply of BNB is, is decreasing. It's not increasing. And at one point, the, they're not going to be minting. Or creating any more BNB, so that, that's the reason why I can for sure tell you, unless something crazy happens with the exchange, the price of BNB is is going to go up from the lower two hundreds easily.
0: Yeah, like I said when I talked about the tokenomics, I mean it started off at two hundred million at its ICO. And now um, they're burning basically quarterly and now they have like an automatic automated burning mechanism in place, but the, the they're going to keep burning coins until it gets down to a hundred million coins. So, I mean, if you think about it, Bitcoin's price, what is it? 20 K 21 K. I have to look at coin market cap real quick. Uh, Bitcoin's price is 20 uh, K right now. It's almost 21 K. So it's about a 20,000 supply. So eventually B and B supply is going to be about five times as that. So, I mean, BNB's price right now is 235 Um, You can kind of, if you do the math, you can kind of determine what possi- what the possibilities are. And this is a bear market, mind you. So um, just just to say 200 or 100 million, if you find coins that are going to like have a million market cap, not billion or tr- not market cap, sorry, supply. If you see coins that are going to have a million supply and not billions or trillion, I mean, there's nothing wrong with coins that have billions, supply or trillion, but you have to understand that um, in terms of tokenomics, like where the price of that coin could theoretically go if it's not burning coins at a high rate. Um, so, I mean, Binance—they are burning coins. They burn coins quarterly. Um, I, actually, now I think it's actually not quarterly. It's at a different rate, but they're going to keep burning them until they get down to 100 million. And as you said, and as I said, this should theoretically raise the price because if the demand stays the same, it's just economics. Supply goes down,
1: demand goes up, then the price should also go up. Uh, Thanks you for your time, Carlos. Thanks to your listeners. Uh, it's been a great Business Flux chat. Uh, see you next Friday where we get into another cryptocurrency.